Blog Talk Radio. It cannot be emphasized strongly enough the beauty, purity, and perfection of who you really are. You are not your illness, your finances, or your loneliness. There's nothing wrong in your life that you don't have the power to correct, and you are unlimited in your ability to tap into that power. Welcome. I'm Janet Richmond, and this is the Higher Self Voice. Well, hello, everyone. It's so hard to believe that this is the last day of 2015 that I'll be on the show. The next time you hear my voice, it'll be the new year, 2016. It's very exciting. We've had a great year on the show. I'm so looking forward and I have some great new things happening next year. Some of them are still in the idea stages, so I'm not going to give you too many hints, but it's going to be exciting. It's nice to have a lot of ideas, isn't it? A lot of choice. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I hope all of you had great holidays. I know I did. I got to spend time with my daughter and with my son, and it just was a very, very special time for me, and I only want that it was the same for you all. Uh, now, I do see I have a caller, and I know it's Robin, so I want to just put a shout out and say, hey, Robin, welcome to the show. And if you want to talk for any reason, please, you know, put that question mark up, which is, I think, I think you have to hit key number one. In any case, now I'll put you on the show, but I just wanted to tell you that I'm I'm glad to see you. Uh, well, I see the phone number, but I'm glad you're there. Anyway, so holidays. I really think, you know, they can be intense. I hope some of the healings I did leading up to the holidays helped some of you in some ways and that they went a little bit smoother and or and or the joy and the fun was even more intense or more special or more something good. And now that we have the end of the year and we're about to bring in the new year tomorrow, I want to I want today to do a healing to help smooth the way for 2016 for all of us. And I'll get more into that in a minute. I do want to just mention that I'm going to be taking part in an event on New Year's Eve. That's tomorrow, at least here in the States. I don't, I'm not sure, might be today for some of the people around the world that listen to me. But in any case, um, for those of you who happen to be local, and I really am not sure how many of you are, it is being held at the University Synagogue on 3400 Mickelson Drive. M-I-C-H-E-L-S-O-N Drive in Irvine, California. The doors open at 7.30 and at 8.30 I will be doing a healing for those who are present to help them bring in the new year. It'll be similar to today's show, so if you can't get there and you can't be part of that healing, you at least have this one. Uh, but if you can, there are. it's not just my healing. And, of course, no two healings go exactly the same way. And even if they were exactly the same, you would just get to deeper layers if you took part. So I do invite anyone that can come to come. There are going to be other uh, very inspiring and great things going on, as well as a champagne fountain later in the evening after the, the more you know, 
inspirational spiritual events are going to go on earlier in the evening so that there can be partying uh, toward the end, you know, as the end, as the evening goes by. But I really, uh, in, in this event, I was invited to take part by a gal, and this is actually her first event. She came and moved to Orange County just absolutely determined to be, find a way to bring you know, all that's out there for people to those who are looking for inspiration, looking for help, looking for balance, looking for healing, looking for understanding. And this was her first event, and I was so thrilled to be invited to, to take part. I met her at the Conscious Life Expo this this year. It was this past February. Speaking of which, I'm going to be at the next Conscious Life Expo, which is in February 2016, but that's kind of an aside. But anyway, this gal, Jerry Antoinette, she's, she invited me to take part, and I just jumped at the chance because we need as many people as we can do, to be out there helping both sides come together, those who are seeking and searching and those who have some potential help for each uh, for for many people and it's just you know the the intentions are really pure she's just worked so hard so i do encourage those of you who can who are local to come to the event and if you can't come to this stay tuned to future events i would be i, I will be taking part probably in several over the year and will be advertising them on my website et cetera et cetera so that's the scoop on that, and that will be taking place again tomorrow on New Year's Eve. Now, I want to also just briefly discuss this new book, Soul Psychology. I wanted to give you a couple of pieces of feedback. Feedback is beginning to come in. It's a it's a big book, so it's oh, my book has only been out for, gosh, I think it's a couple of months, um, November and December now, and. So the feedback is just beginning to come in, and I wanted to tell you that a client, um, I talked with her the other day, she's uh, just before a private session, she said she loved the book so much that she gave it to her husband to read, and she gave it to two relatives (laughs) to read, so she's very excited about it. And then I heard from Jake. Now, you guys remember Jake. I've done a number of healings for him on the show, and he's been finding that he is moving forward and he did get my book and he this is the quote got through your book in about two days very well written couldn't put it down that's a direct quote now he goes on to say and this is important part that i want to share with you he said would love to have a chance to chat with you about it at some point because for me at least a lot of it was kind of a mind f blank you know what I'm saying. This might be just my viewpoint. It might be that my viewpoint is way off, but honestly, some of it has me more worried than before, despite reinforcing the importance of the neutralizing. So he came out of reading the book feeling how incredibly important it was to neutralize, which is a great thing. Uh, but he also, something worried him. He said, it's difficult to explain, and so he would prefer that we talk on the phone. And so... Uh, we are going to we haven't talked yet but what i love and what i want to share with you well first of all he loved the book and he he couldn't put it down so that's a great feedback guys the second thing is that they the book triggered questions for jake and 
even in the book, I say that, that part of my intent is to present the information, information that's powerful and that would impel people to think about things, to question things, to, to look at things. Because, you know, guys, that's such an important part of what we, we're doing here. We're here to learn, to grow, and to become more aware, to expand our consciousness. And to do that, we need to be involved. We need to discern. We need to, we can't discern unless we have choices, right, or ideas to think about. We need to be actively participating in our own growth. So, as I said, I haven't talked with Jake yet, so I'm not sure what his concerns are. But I'm not put off that something is worrying him. And I wouldn't be put off if anybody else came away feeling worried. Why? Because the worry is motivating him to ask a question and to do more digging. This is always a good thing, guys. Always. Well, I'll let you know what, what was bothering him next week after I talk to him. And But this opens the door, and I want anybody and everybody to come to me if you have questions or comments. Good, bad, or indifferent. I mean, he happened to love the book and he read it really quickly, but that won't be everybody's experience, and that's okay. I want to share with the listeners the genuine responses that people have, good, bad, or indifferent, and I will, and I will answer your questions. And if for some reason you don't want me to say anything about your question or comment on the air, I won't. I mean, obviously I'm not going to cross any lines. But I do invite you all to to come to me by email. I'm not sure I'll be able to talk to each of you in person, but luckily we do have emails. And my email, again, is Janet at HigherSouthVoice.com or Janet at JanetRichmond.com. And <clears throat> the book's title, for those of you who might have missed that, is Soul Psychology, Our Journey Through the Human Kingdom Universe. Okay, so that I wanted to share that. Now, today's healing has to do with the new year, as I said. We're going to bring in the new year. We're going to start now. And the first thing I want to do is to ask all of you, and obviously I can't hear the answers because I'm on the radio, but I want to ask all of you, if you were to look back over this prior year, 2015, and had to find one word to describe the overall year, what would it be? Okay. Now, I'm just going to give you a few moments to review in your mind this past year. (laughs) Unfortunately, you have to keep talking on the radio. You can't leave a lot, you know, 15 seconds of downtime. Anyway, even though I can't hear what you would think, what you're thinking, first, I'm guessing that for most of you, the year was really a mixed year. Things were good, even great, and there were some things that were not so good and or even devastating. My hope is that the good heavily outweighed the difficult, but I think all of us will be somewhere on that continuum between all great and all difficult with the mix with the mix, you know, being different in degrees, different in uh, exactly what happened depending on each person. Now, it's important to understand that even though I'm doing it, I'm discussing about 2015 and then we're going to be working on 2016, this is a discussion too that you can think of as 
the year is symbolic of our whole lives, right? Because in our lives, certainly there's some good good times and there's some not so good times. And in general, my hope is that we can begin to shift the ratio of the good versus the not so good. And I hope those of you who have been listening to the show and have been doing the neutralizing uh, and start really working to improve your lives, I'm hoping that you're beginning to see the shifted, that the ratio is shifting and more and more you are in a more, um, you're more pleased with your life, you're less traumatized, less upset, less afraid, less less all of that and feeling more joy and happiness. And when, when things come along, you're able to get through them a lot quicker, and, um, making, you know, uh, with your viewpoint is changed about a lot of the things. And so that it doesn't get you so upset. A lot of the emotional upheaval is really lessened. That's my hope. I, I don't know, but that's my hope for all of you. But in any case, I do want to mention, and this is a little bit of an aside, um, that sometimes what we view as terrible and difficult, why we're experiencing something, often leads us to, can lead to a shift in perspective when we have hindsight. A simple, maybe silly example is in my freshman English class. I had an English teacher in college that was so difficult. Um, out of a class of 50, all but three got C's and D's, and I think several people actually flunked. But in fact, at the time, I suffered. I, I'd never worked so hard before or since on any class, and it was, you know, you know, just one of these things that was so stressful for me. But after the fact, as you may guess, when I went on, I realized how much I had learned from her, and she actually made my any any and all of my subsequent classes that required any sort of written word so much easier. Now, of course, that's maybe a silly example, and that's a personal one, but other examples are like relationships we have. Sometimes we're in a very, very difficult relationship, and it's so stressful, so painful, but when we get out of it and as we look back on it, we sometimes realize that we really became more self-aware or we we realized what we really need or want in a relationship and what we is no longer acceptable to us. We've come out, uh, you know, wiser and stronger in some ways. So difficulty can definitely bring expansion. And so the the other part of looking back on this year is that even though it might be difficult, I'm hoping that when you came out of those difficulties or as you moved through them, that you did increase some sense of um, awareness and that the difficulties led you all, if hopefully, to feeling better about things in some way. Um, you know, that's my, you know, cross my fingers, <laughs> hope for all of you. And I'm guessing for many of you it has. I don't think I'm... Uh, I don't think I'm, anyway, I, I think that it has. Anyway, I'm, I hope so. And if it hasn't, you can write me and say, well, I don't know what you were going on and on about, but my difficulties were so bad. No, nothing good ever came out of them. If you want to write me an email and say that, you know, go ahead. And I'm not going to be offended. In fact, you're going to fit right into some of the plans I have for next year. So, I, And I will explain that in the next show. Anyway. 
there are going to be some exciting things coming up in this next year, and I do invite you all to continue to listen. Anyway, I'm going to be work on healing our patterns today, and of course, I'm going to focus on the more negative aspect of our lives with the understanding that, of course, good and even great things do happen, but we don't want to settle on having the good and the great things only some of the time. We want to keep working to shift that ratio. We want to clear that energetic baggage that no longer serves us, guys. And in fact, it hinders us from experiencing the joy and abundance that we want and deserve. They, they even This energetic baggage even hinders us from seeing and appreciating some of the good we already have. Right? We can't even see the good because either we're so worried about what's coming next or we're thinking, oh, it's just a teaser and the, the, you know, it's just a carrot and the stick is going to get us on the way out. You know, we have all sorts of ways to perceive what we actually do have, the good we actually do have in ways that we don't feel the good. And I know this pattern very well in my life because I had a lot of good growing up, but I was really in such pain. I couldn't see it. I couldn't experience it. I just had no clue. It just felt pretty, pretty tough. So I know that experience and we all have it. It's part of the human condition. And so that's why we want to get rid of this energetic baggage so that we really can put on glasses that aren't distorted and instead off the distortions and see much more uh, of, of the true nature of who we are and where we are. Okay. Now, let's go back to the question I asked. If you had to find one word to describe your past year or your past or this life, your whole life, the year being, you know, the microcosm of the life, um, let me... I'm not going to talk about the good things because there's going to be many of you that say, oh, I had a great year. I was, you know, my career blossomed or my I had my ba- first baby or whatever it is. You're going to there's going to be a lot of you that had a wonderful year. But I'm, of course, not here to address the the great things because those we love and appreciate and um, it's something we're not going to heal. We're not going to heal the joy of having our first child that that we want. Right. So I'm going to be focusing on what some of you may say as that one word. Uh, for Let me give you some examples. Maybe you had a year of loss. Could be loss of anything. Loss of loved one, loss of a job, loss of your health. Okay, Maybe you had a year of struggle. I know there's people who've had a lot of struggle this past year. The struggle to maintain or to get by. Perhaps feeling like you're always a step behind. Or maybe you take one step forward and every with every step forward you feel like you go too backward. So struggle is a big one and along with loss, they're all big. So maybe you've had a year of struggle. Maybe you've had a year of despair. Now despair can come from any reason. There, there are more reasons that I could even begin to mention. But I think you all know what I mean. Despair or depression or feeling uh, joyless. How about a year of loneliness? Did you find yourself isolated and unhappy, basically a hermit or basically couldn't didn't feel connected to your family or friends, just felt so lonely no matter who you were with? 
even even if you weren't actually alone? How about a year of fear and anxiety? Did those words come up in your mind? Finding life to be uncertain or insecure, being trials and tribulations, trials and tribulations uh, on a regular basis. You never knew where the next shoe was going to drop. Fear and anxiety, not a happy feeling, guys. How about shame? Do you feel a year of shame or guilt? A year where you felt maybe you let yourself or others down chronically, constantly, or even once, and it was so such an awful feeling that it just you lived in that shame for months. How about worthlessness? Did you have a year where you just had a really difficult time finding any value at all in who you are? That you just began to feel you were unredeemable or a soul lost? Did any of you have even part of those feelings? I think probably. How about helplessness? Did you have a time where you felt powerless or like a victim? Like life seems to be running you instead of the other way around? Well, these are really, really extreme feelings. And even if you haven't had it in the extreme, we carry these from other lives. As you know, it's all about the soul bringing into this life it's what it's already experienced, what it's already feeling. And then it mirrors itself in this life. So maybe you all haven't felt quite this um, these extremes. And, and, of course, I could go on with many more examples. But what we want to do is we want to neutralize these things. We want to focus, uh, use our focus of attention to neutralize some of the baggage. And if I don't say or bring up some of the words that you said, that each of you said in your mind, I want you to please, during the healing, feel free, be an active participant, as I always say, and work to release those feelings as well. Uh, We want the unfoldment in 2016. We want our year to unfold in a smooth way, to be exciting, joyful, successful, abundant, at least as best as we can. And... If you think of uh, 2016 unfolding like the flow of a river, we want to lessen the impediments. You know, some rivers are filled with rocks or trash or, uh, you know, have uh, pollution and the there's dead things in the water. I mean, whatever it is. And there's all these impediments, all these blocks, and the flow gets backlogged and slowed up and little pockets form where where things just kind of spin around and and get out of the flow. And and these are representative of our problems that pull us away from who we truly are, that slow up our movement forward, that slow up our progression. And so we want to clear the flow of the river. We want to clear the impediments, decrease the stress, the upheavals, the dramas, the hurts, the pains, the confusion. And we do that by working on neutralizing, as you know, to dissolve all these energetic causes of these impediments. And we also work to empower empower the enfoldment. We want to speed up the flow, 
adding to our strength, our security, our serenity, our joy, so that the flow of the river is, you know, we get past all these impediments or we dissolve them and they are um, moved out of the way, so to speak. Now, we're not repressing them. We're actually going to dissolve them because we don't want to just move them somewhere else to be dealt with another day. We want to dissolve them. We want to break them up. We want to get these impediments uh, gone. And those are our emotional baggage. And that's what we're going to work on right now. So, just to get a little bit of water, guys, just give me a second. You know, yak, yak, yak. Anyway, <clears throat> I want everyone to get comfortable as you can. Take a few deep breaths. And let's see where the higher selves are going to take us with this one. Um, now, for those of you who are new, I want you to just follow along. The, the whole idea of neutralizing means that when I'm going to set up, I'm going to amalgamate everyone with the divine energies. I explain it as I go. And after that, we go into the healing where you're going to be letting go of the energetic baggage into the light. The light is what actually does the healing. It is that divine light that we all carry, and I'll explain all of that. And so when I come up with the various issues and the causes, I want you to release all of them, even if you don't think you have them, because we all have a bit of everything. It's We've just lived so many lives that we've all, even though our experiences are unique and every soul is a snowflake, we all have everything, and I encourage you to release anything and everything I say, as well as, again, throwing in anything else that comes up for you that I might not say. Because there's, you know, I, I think I have thousands of listeners now all over the world, so there's so many people I can't even begin to say something for everyone. So it's really important especially starting off this, you know, the year 2016, becoming an active participant in your own life so that you don't feel like something else is running it for you. Okay. Now, whew, take those deep breaths. I know I'm doing that. And we want to quiet our minds. And we do this to, to bring the mind's eye in, to activate our focus of attention. And the focus of attention is very important. It is the turn-on switch. It allows all of us to activate in the, for the healing, the divine energies. Divine energies are very, very powerful. They are all that originating source was, is, and is becoming. But because it's divine in nature, cannot trespass our free will, cannot come in willy-nilly and fix us. If it could, we'd all be fixed. This, this radio show would not exist. So we have to activate it. And the focus of attention is that turn-on switch. It's our way of giving permission for the divine light, the divine energy, whatever you might want to call it, to move in and take part within our free will arena. And so that's what we're doing by activating that focus of attention. You can listen to my voice. Uh, that's a very simple technique to bring the mind's eye in, keep it from just 
flying all over the place like it can sometimes do. If you find that it does that somewhere in the healing, when you become aware of it, just focus back in. Okay? It's no biggie. Just get back in, can activate that focus, and it's reactivated. Simple as that. So, and focusing is like any muscle. It takes practice. I couldn't do the show if I hadn't practiced for <laughs> decades. So, okay. Well, that's not true. I probably could do it even if I practiced a few years. But, but in fact, my focus of intention of attention has been developed uh, to a pretty high degree over the years. So, um, but I remember the days where it just used to get away from me, and um, I realized, okay, that's no biggie. You just have to refocus. All right. So. I now want everyone to focus on the now moment. And it immediately, because there's so many listeners here who are regulars, it immediately set up. And if you can imagine that we're all the listeners, past, present, and future, are sitting on the rim of that symbolic wagon wheel that I use now every week. Um, they are there, and the, and the now moment is encompassing the totality of all who we are, all of us. And I'm also on the rim with you all. And we're now going to utilize this focus of attention to begin to expand the now moment. It's an energetic field. It is something we can manipulate with this focus of attention. And it is focus of attention. And we are doing that. It is beginning to expand the higher self aid in this. They can do that with us focusing on it because our focusing on it allows is the permission. So the permission is allowing the energetic field to expand, to encompass the totality of each and every one of us at the soul level, the total soul process for all of us. And it's that time-space continuum, um, moving through time because we've been in existence for eons and eons and absolute eons of time. And we've also been in existence on so many places throughout the universe, hundreds if not thousands of planets, not just in the Milky Way, but all through the universe. And so the time-space continuum, or this forever now moment that I call it, this is, is like streaking through the universe symbolically. And I can't even keep it. It's so large, I can't keep it within my mind's eye but I only have a sense of it, and it is, it, it, it's beautiful, and it is extensive, is the word I would use. Okay, so now we're going to also focus on the brilliant sun we carry within. That brilliant sunlight uh, is symbolic. The sun in its own right is very powerful, and the by using that as a symbol for the pure soul essence or the divine light that we carry from the originating source, we can connect with the power that we carry, the power within that we all have. It's our right. It's part of our birthright, literally. And every soul from the lowliest grain of sand to the highest, most evolved being carries this pure soul essence, divine light. So we're going to focus on that light and and as we focus on it, I want you to see it expanding in through and around the totality of your physical body, in through and around the totality of your etheric bodies, in through and around the totality of your soul, filling the forever now moment that encompasses the 
totality of the past, present, and future nows for all of us. And this brilliant light is filling this forever now moment. And as it's doing so, it is bringing in those legions of souls that I see that come and partake of the light. Because this, we never, we never, we never lose our light. We can have trillion souls partake of our light and we're connected to the infinite resource of originating source. And so there's only more to give. So these souls come in as legions, and most of them, and they're both in body and out, are unaware that they carry their own light. So they, as you know, symbolically, I'm seeing it. Each row comes forward and partakes with, of whatever part of the divine light that they're ready to take in. They move aside, and a new bunch of, of souls come in and partake. And it's an ongoing process throughout this healing session. It, it just is ongoing and beautiful. And this way, just by taking part in the healing, you are, we all are helping the souls from around the universe because this time-space continuum is all over the universe. It's presenting to souls that are very distant from us who may not uh, have been aware that we were providing this light if we hadn't created this forever now moment. So it's all very exciting and all very helpful. And now I want all of us to become part, uh, become aware of the amalgamation with your higher selves and with the conglomerate higher selves. The conglomerate higher selves means that we're all being amalgamated or becoming one with not only our own higher selves, but all of the higher selves of the those who are part of this healing that are present, past, present, and future. And I'm calling in any other higher self that would like to join with us today. And I did see some very big energy move in. I would say, um, I, I don't think I'm going to say, because this is some of what I'm going to be talking about next year, but this is a soul energy that I would describe as six-dimensional and in, in nature. Now, um the fifth dimensional, all the humans eventually evolve into the fifth dimension, the interplanetary kingdom, and the fifth dimensionals eventually evolve into the sixth dimensional or the spiritual will kingdom, I think it's called. I may be, I've forgotten what the term is, but it's not important what the term is. But there is some sixth dimensional energy that is here and present and uh, will be also facilitating and helping throughout the healing. I do believe this is the first time it feels big to me, guys. I've seen six-dimensional energies and healings before, but I don't know that I've seen it. I don't know that I've seen it for the radio show. Anyway, it's um, it's it's bigger than the time-space continuum. Is all I can say. It's so huge. Now the last the last step is to become one with the originating source of all there is. Uh, and we are the totality of all that we've amalgamated with and become one with is being moved into that womb energy, that creative life force energy, which will act as the empowerment part of the healing, uh, very much so simultaneously with as I'm working to dissolve and neutralize uh, or helping all of you dissolve and neutralize the um the, the parts, the impediments, the, the 
the energetic baggage that's holding us back, this energy will be constantly working to empower because we all have, we all carry very positive energies, very good experiences, great lives, great happiness. But, of course, as I've said, we are going to be focusing on the more difficult parts and the but the empowerment is going to work to bring in the empowerment of those elements that we carry that are so positive that we want to have more of it's going to help us expand and grow and move up in our energetic frequencies okay let's activate that rainbow bridge energy connecting us at the oh it's so beautiful because I'm now seeing the rainbow bridge energy as we each connect our chakras to the originating source. That's what the rainbow bridge energy does first. And I'm seeing almost like the the tethers of a circus tent. Each one of us has a rainbow bridge coming from the top of our heads and they're all meeting in the center of the circle, but high, and then the rainbow bridge is flowing outward to the universe and to all, wherever it needs to go, and I'm not sure where it needs to go, but my sense is that the healing that's being done on all of us, will those energies will be moving out uh, around, uh, out on the rainbow bridge to any other souls in the universe that would be um, interested in partaking of the healing that, that agree to it. Um, again, the healing can be provided and each soul makes the decision to take it in or not. But even if it only takes a bit of it in, every little bit will help. So it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. It feels almost like Christmas lights, you know, those, those multicolored strands of Christmas lights. Uh, it's very brilliant. Uh, it, of course, the colors are streaming together. It's not separate like Christmas lights, but that's, it's so brilliant, and it's like, has flecks of, like crystalline flecks within it, it's just, it's just beautiful. Now, of course, we're also going to create the rainbow bridge from each of us to create the spoke to the hub, and at the hub, I'm, I see right now the year 2016 sitting right on that hub, and it's sitting there as a a new year, so it's symbolic. And when anything is new, there's, you know, always worries and concerns and possibilities. Of how is how how is it going to go? You have a newborn. You don't know how when it's going to crawl, when it's going to take its first steps, how it's going to develop, who the what the personality will be. So it's almost like a blank slate sitting here on this hub, which is a little different. Normally I see the problems here. <laughs> um, so it's a little bit different symbol that's come down, but it's fine. We're going to work with it as it is. I hope the higher self are going to let me know how to progress since I'm not seeing the potential issues. Okay. Well, here's... We're, we're going to kind of do this completely differently than I thought we might. So... Uh, just just go along with a flow here. Um, the the 2016 is sitting on the hub, and it's kind of pulsing a little bit. It's it's like it wants to get going. It wants to move, and it's got this sort of pulse to it. And as it's pulsing, it's growing in size. 
it's it's starting to expand. It's as if, you know, as it expands a little bit, it's representative of one day or one week or whatever of the year. And so it's beginning to pulse. And I want to start here actually with the empowerment of the pulse. So let's empower the this symbolic 2016. Let's call in, I want to call in the material, divine material balance. Now divine material balance is a very powerful energy and it's moved right in and it's symbolically merging with this 2016. What does divine material balance carry? It carries the materialization from the abstract to the concrete in a totally balanced manner. And Often it plays out in finances. That's often where our minds go when we think of material. But it isn't just about finances. It's about materializing anything from the abstract to the concrete. And this is giving me, you know, the and what the higher selves are saying is often we make those New Year's resolutions. And so this energy is going to help empower us to make those resolutions, the abstract ideas that we have, become concrete instead of after a few days, a few weeks, giving up on a resolution because it's just not happening. So we first were adding to the strength of the resolution, to the divine, um, we're calling in divine, uh, divine resolution, divine manifestation of and materialization in a balanced manner of the resolution. And as we're calling in that energy, 2016, this different symbol that I'm getting is growing in size, okay? Now, um, so that's the first energy I'm seeing, okay. All right, I'm, I'm now seeing both divine love and divine forgiveness moving in. Okay, so divine love, part of of bringing in the materialization is the need to love ourselves, the need to forgive ourselves, because it all starts at home, guys. It all starts with ourselves. And so divine uh, love and divine forgiveness are extremely important, as you sure you've heard me say, if not a million other people say. So we want to, and it's pulsing in, it's pulsing in, and I'm really focusing now on the divine forgiveness, because there's so much so much part of all of us that we carry that it feels like somehow we did something wrong. We've made mistakes. We screwed up. We've let people down. We've disappointed ourselves and others. Uh, we are despairing. We are hurting. We are, um, you know, blaming and attacking ourselves. And I really feel that this divine forgiveness is so important right now. And I want that divine forgiveness to move into the year 2016. And symbolically for each of you, it's moving in to find those areas that you need to forgive yourself. We, we don't want the 2016 to expand any more than it is yet right now without first that divine forgiveness coming in. Because if it expands without that forgiveness happening, it won't expand in the best way, the most balanced way that you would like it to to be. So let's really focus on neutralizing all of those areas where we don't forgive ourselves, all of those areas where we blame ourselves, all of those areas where we feel we're small, we're undeserving, we are valueless, 
uh, all of those areas, all of the shame and all of the blame that we carry. And I really want all of this divine forgiveness to permeate and it's moving into a lot of areas. It's moving in especially into the heart area. Symbolically, I see it moving into the heart of each individual. Wow, this is very different and very intense, and I'm loving it. Okay, so it's moving into the heart of each individual around the circle. Um, and because we set up the Rainbow Bridge, this divine forgiveness is going out to all individuals. Uh, I'm not sure where, I'm sure to the complete planet, I'm sure to many in the universe, whether it's all, I would have no way of knowing, but it's 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 a very interesting thing. Instead of bringing in the outer ring, uh, we are attending to the totality of souls by the Rainbow Bridge. It's very interesting, guys. You know, things expand and move and, and change, and, and uh, anyway, I'm sort of blown away sometimes by it. But in any case, where we really want this forgiveness energy to be really permeating all of those parts of our heart and to tackle all the pain and the hurt that we suffer. And here comes the despair. Okay? It's hard to have a good year unfold when we're despairing and depressed, when we're upset about whatever. And I want this despair and this hurt and this, this agony, the suffering, to be... Um, also to have the light move in and neutralize that. And a lot of that has added to the lack of self-forgiveness. Um, it's as if we take on pain of others we believe that we've hurt. And we don't actually, but we, we feel that pain and, and we are so um, upset and hurt ourselves for, for what we think we caused that the agony and the despair is all part of what we need to neutralize with this divine forgiveness. Oh, and I want you to just breathe in this energy. Just allow it to become one with you. Okay, so I am watching the symbol and it's sort of doing a funny shift and change. It's kind of like it's still on there. It's bigger than what first was, but there's sort of a, a hump in the middle. It's as if it's expanded somewhat because of the divine forgiveness, but it's not fully expanded. So we need to keep working, guys. What, what you know? What's new here? <laughs> what we expect that. So I want to now work with the, the divine love that that came in um, before, and I want the divine love now to begin to move in through and around the totality of the symbol 2016 and symbolically the totality of each and every one of you to move in and to neutralize any lack of self-love, any lack of self-worth, any lack of self-deserving, any lack of self-esteem, anything that makes you feel less than, anything that, any, anything that you feel about yourself that isn't pure and perfect, I want that divine love to come in. It, divine love is the highest frequency of healing energy that we have access to. And at the human level, it's called higher heart consciousness. At least that's how the higher selves term it. I don't want you to get concerned with the verbiage. The important thing is that 
by calling in divine love in this amalgamated state, we are going to be taking in this very powerful healing energy in a major way. And we are going to be healing as best we can, as much as your soul will allow you to heal. Now, okay, okay, I want some of the resistance to be let go because it's darn scary. Some of this energy is actually triggering fear. And this is normal, okay? It's scary. If we're used to not loving ourselves for eons of time, wouldn't it feel scary? What is it going to mean? Who are we going to be if we don't have the same old lack of self-love that's become like our partner in life? So, so what's happening here is fear is being triggered, and I really want each and every one of you to start to release the fear. And you can see it coming out of any pore, any chakra, any part of the body, in any symbol, any symbol that you wish to see. I want to see all of the fear being released, let go, flowing out, hitting the light and being neutralized and absorbed by the light the minute it hits it. And I want to just watch for just a second or two. The fear is is definitely helping um, the 2016 expand. Uh, I want to also include anxiety here and struggle because there's a lot of fear here that that some of the struggle, some of the problems, some of the, the issues, the difficulties that, that were held at, in the prior year or the prior life parts of your life are going to just be repeated. There is a lot of fear of repetition, that you're just going to see it again. There's this discouragement and this very deep sense of doubt. This is the way it's been for so many lives, maybe even eons of lives. And so there's this great discouragement and doubt coming up. And I really, and anxiety over that. What are we going to do when it just repeats itself? How can I survive yet another uh, disappointment? Because when we have expectations or we have, we finally move into, okay, uh, I'm going to give this a try. I'm going to give this a fair shake. And then something bad happens or something that we think won't happen again. All of that disappointment, all of that discouragement comes up. And that, the, the not wanting to experience again, that alone is a resistance to this energy and this flow. So... I want everyone to begin to release all of that despair, the discouragement, the fear of the repetition, the fears of getting your hopes dashed, the fears of getting your expectations disappointed. And because this is a new year, you have new glasses on this year. You're releasing right now a lot of the viewpoint. And so maybe some things will come up that have happened before, but they're going to come up. You're going to see them in a different way. They're not going to undo you so much. You're going to see, okay, I still have more work to do, but hey, I got through that a lot quicker than I did last year. Instead of taking a month for me to get past this or over this or by this or through this, it's only taken me a few days this year. Hey, that's something worth celebrating. And that's what this neutralizing is going to do. In one session, we can't necessarily... 
erase all of it, but we can get to the point where we see it differently and we experience it differently, and then the result will motivate us to keep going in the process. That is what is going to happen today. And so I want each and every one of you to continue to release. And actually this, I keep checking in with that symbol, that silly 2016. It's just a number. Remember, it's just a symbol, just like a word is a symbol or picture is a symbol. The number 2016 is now starting to expand more. It, you know, it just was having sort of a a part of it move up and now it's moving up more the divine forgiveness and the divine love are staying active they didn't just stop because i moved on to something else uh all of that is still active and what we're doing is we're working to empower and dissolve simultaneously the so that the flow so that the expansion our energetic expansion in 2016 will be as great and as balanced and as harmonious as possible. Okay. Just watch this. Okay. The next thing that I'm seeing that's kind of a a barrier in the expansion of this symbol or the flow of the river is a um, ways we distract ourselves, ways that we get busy and uh, take us to the side and and there is of course there's the old avoidance kind of reasons but what i'm seeing now is a whole nother aspect of how why and how we do that to ourselves that i haven't really seen before i know it's it's there but i haven't seen it in a big healing on the radio i don't think before i've seen it for myself hello hello um but it's the energy Flow is so intense now, and it's something I'm going to be talking about next year. The evolutionary thrust, I have talked about it some, but it is so intense. It's as if um, we distract ourselves because that flow and that expansion, that geometric expansion of the evolutionary thrust, can be overwhelming sometimes. It can be feel overpowering even though it isn't and so we take a break from it so to speak so we distract ourselves and do something else we we go sit on the couch and just say oh you know i've got to watch tv for a while and have some downtime and there's really nothing wrong with that uh sometimes at the soul level there is so much going on there is so much processing there is so much of this soul mind detox happening, we do need to sit down. I used to call them years ago my slug periods and only to find out that I was processing so much at the internal level that I literally needed to be a slug some part of the day to you know, maintain my strength and my energy for all that I had to do as a single parent and, and my having my own uh, business management uh, business. So it was very, um, I, I came to learn that sometimes this distraction or this moving off or this getting ourselves out of the energy can be um, important and positive and part of the process. So first of all, I don't want anyone to, uh, who has, who finds themselves, you know, watching, you know, streaming TV on Netflix or something. I don't want you to feel bad or guilty about yourself i want you to understand that sometimes this is necessary now there would also be of course ways we distract ourselves 
because we we don't want to see parts of what what we are don't want to look at or feel the pain that we are carrying or uh, feel the fear or whatever it is, all of those kind of things. But today, what the higher selves were indicating that they really want to clear is the feeling guilty or the feeling um, like you're not on your path or you're not working as hard as you could work or you're you know, somehow you should be doing something productive instead of, uh, I don't know why I keep watching, using watching TV. Uh, I, in fact, have never done streaming on Netflix, but maybe I will now. Um, but whatever it is that takes you, uh, I, I, they really want the shame and the guilt, the judging about how you use your time and how you use your life. That is a very important part. And the judgment of others, too. Uh, it's really important because sometimes we carry so many rules, so many um, shoulds and shouldn'ts, so many rights and wrongs about how we need to behave in order to be productive people, successful people, good people, whatever those rules are related to and all of the above. Uh, I want you to release all of those rules. I want you to release because they just call in the need for more judgment and more blame. So let's let all of that go. The viewing yourself as not being as pure and perfect as you are, those glasses that see yourself um, as not being whatever it is that those rules tell you you should be. And this is very important because 2016, the higher selves are indicating to me, is again a big, huge jump in energy. The the energy is growing because of the energetic, the evolutionary thrust. It is growing geometrically. And so with each year, it's increasing, not not, not arithmetically, but geometrically, exponentially is another term for it. It is increasing exponentially and just uh, making, it's, it's pulling all of us with it. But we are here in the density of the body and sometimes it is overwhelming. So they want you all to release and neutralize the the whole idea that there's something wrong, there's a problem, you're, you're screwing up, whatever it is, they want you to let go of all those judgments about yourself. This is a very intense year, and you are going to find time. Now, it will be different for different people. Um, some people will do it on a regular basis, maybe weekly. They'll take an afternoon and an evening where literally all they do is nothing. Others might take a few moments every single day, or others might take three days a month. It, it's going to be different, and each soul will make its decision but this is actually a healthy thing. If you find that you're caught into in it um, and you, you move into the habit of, of this, perhaps you would look at it more carefully. Perhaps you would, um, you know, go in and do some neutralizing. Contact me and say, you know, am I in one of those slug periods that sh I should be out of by now? <laughs> Whatever. I want you to contact me and we'll, we'll, we'll try to figure it out. And, um, and and please do so. But in general, I don't see that. What I'm seeing is that people need to have permission. Give yourself permission. We want the divine yes energy to come in. That you can process 
because it's very intense. There's a lot of soul-mind detox going on, a lot of this uh, shedding and dissolving and neutralizing of the baggage and the rebuilding or the, not rebuilding, but the empowering of the uh, more expanded, more aware, more joyful, more serene, more balanced, uh, beings that we're all moving into. So it's very exciting and it's also exhausting. So um, I want everyone to please uh, just give permission. And, and actually, that has ex- brought the expansion of 2016. It's now probably tripled in size, still relatively small. Again, I want to just focus on the divine forgiveness and the divine love for a moment having it move in through and around, start to fill a lot of the empty spaces. Um, Okay, let's see what else is on task here. Oh, we want the divine material balance. The higher self reminded me we want divine material balance. Okay, What's, what's coming up for me now is that we want to empower those intentions, those parts of the, you know, what we would call our New Year's resolutions or the intentions for the new year. So I really want to empower that. Um, As we empower it, we'll probably find we have some other resistances or maybe we won't, but right now I want to empower the intention of getting more healthy, physically healthy. Um, It could entail losing weight, it could entail starting to exercise, it could entail eating better, eating more nutritiously, it it could entail all of the above, and other things, maybe paying attention to any um, illness pattern or or disease issues or uh, whatever that you haven't, you just kind of live with and you're not really dealing with in a conscious uh, or in a, as, as a, productive manner as you could, and the intention is, well, I'm really going to get a handle on my, uh, I'm pre-diabetic and I really need to get a handle on understanding what that means or whatever. So we want you to, we're now going to empower, so we're going to call in divine intention, divine motivation, and divine, uh, I, I would say, a divine physicality or divine physical health, something to do with the physical body. And we're really going to empower, and I can see the intention being empowered, the the determination, we want to call in divine determination, to empower that movement into a healthier physical body. Because we carry the body, we can't ignore it. It is as important as the soul, absolutely 100% equal to the soul, to the spiritual side of life. We need to focus on and bring in that divine, um, physical, healthy body. And this is another way the divine material balance can help because it can bring from the abstract idea of being physically healthy, as healthy as we can be, and bring it from the abstract thought to the materialization of that physical health. So that's one intention that is coming up for me right away is to focus on the physical body. We will be able to do anything and everything else in our life 
much better when we have more energy, we have better health. It works together with every other part of life and is part of the total balance. Um, okay, well, of course, psychological health comes up, which means and emotional health. Let's start with the emotional health. We want to, our intention is to get more emotionally healthy in some way. Let us, um, you know, whatever we, we've talked about a lot of emotions during the healing already, but we want to, in general, just empower the emotional health, emotional balance and harmony uh, in the highest ideal and have that light move in through and around as we will, and I didn't do this part but before, but let's have the light also move to neutralize anything that stands in our way, anything that makes it more difficult to get physically healthy, anything that makes it more difficult to get into an emotional state of balance, to start to dissolve the dramas and traumas, the causes of dramas and traumas, the misunderstandings, the misconceptions, the misinterpretations, the hurts, the wounds, the struggles, all of these things, known and unknown, whatever is causing the emotional upheavals, the emotional distance, the emotional uh, um, I want to say the emotional um, uh, the emotional aspects that that can take us up and create so much emotionalizing. It's as if we're in an emotional jail. So it's it keeps us prisoner. And I want to neutralize those emotions that keep us prisoner, that catch us up, that take us away from whatever. Because all we can think about is whatever emotion is coming up, whether it's the fear or the shame or the guilt or the hurt or the uh, feelings of betrayal or the feelings of worthlessness. Whatever that emotional jail is, I want this divine light to move in through and around and to neutralize the emotions that can catch us up and carry us off into that emotionalizing state and where we often live for hours, days, weeks, even years. Victims or pattern is coming up here. Despair is coming up here. Depression, anxiety. Uh, all of these elements that where it's it's emotions run wild, um, you know, uh, even uh, bipolar kind of things are coming up here. The manic depressive elements of, of life, um, just all sorts of loneliness, um, sadness, grief. A lot of this is coming up right now, and I want everyone to neutralize all of these elements, sending in the light, releasing them into the light, letting go of them, allowing them to come out. There's a lot of stuff out of the heart, out of the chest, out of the throat, and out of the head. It's just streaming out of everyone, and it's really great. Okay. Now, the psychological aspects that we want to release are those interpretations or misinterpretations that we perceive 
the viewpoints, I'm not sure why this is coming up under this category, but this is what's coming up. The viewpoints and perspectives that we carry about things and all of the causes of those viewpoints and perspectives, those limited viewpoints, the ones that hold us limited, the caps, the belief systems that we carry, all of that kind of stuff needs to be sent into the light. Those are barriers. If we perceive a bend in the river or in the flow as something scary because we don't see what's happening around the the, the other side, uh, our perception is that a bend in the river is a bad thing. Oh, oh dear, well, I better not go around that curve. Who knows what I'm going to find? So our perception of a actual neutral situation colors all that we see all that we how we interpret things and of course it comes from very real experiences very real uh, belief systems that we've taken on over time and it is uh, really important to let these perceptions these viewpoints go they totally color how we perceive our life in the same way that I explained earlier when <clears throat> when we're in relationships or something terrible is happening in our lives at the moment, we often can't see the value or the the silver lining uh, or the rainbow at the end of the, the the pot at the end of the rainbow. We don't see all of those things when we're caught up, and we see it in hindsight uh, because we've shift been able those those difficult times have often been able to shift our perspectives. So we want to, in our viewpoints, we want to release the perspectives, the viewpoints, the beliefs, the um, the limited truths that we carry that color our lenses. And I'm seeing symbolically 2016 taking off its dark glasses. It's as if 2016 was really cool and it was wearing a pair of dark glasses. And now it's taking off its dark glasses symbolically. It's a silly image, I know. And now it's surprised to see the world in different light. And as a result, part of the the empowerment process, the part of the bringing 2016 into a more uh, su- successful expansion, joyful expansion, positive, loving, balanced expansion is happening. And I'm now seeing 2016 much larger on the hub. It's probably five or eight times bigger than it was. And it's opening up now. It's expanding not only up, but opening up kind of like a a cone or something, you know, opens up at the sides and it's sort of spreading its wings and we're going to call in divine possibilities and divine opportunities, divine uh, just the divine unlimited nature that we all have. And I'm seeing the the 2016 now beginning to spread, allowing many, many roads or many, many flows, not just one flow, but it's the flow of this next year is opening up. And it feels to me like with all this work that you're doing now and will have done and will continue to do, that the, it, the opportunities, the possibilities, the expansion of all that you are is going to offer you just different roads, 
some some will be very unexpected. You'll not only go down, and I don't feel you'll go down just one road. There's going to be things that you're going to do. It's sort of a, <laughs> okay, this is sort of a scary word, but I see multitasking going on here. And um, the minute I said that word, there was that fear that came up because we're already so busy. And so the multitasking word triggers off, oh my gosh, I can't handle it. It's too overwhelming. And so I want everyone to release the whole feeling of stress and being overwhelmed and and just scared that you can get yourself and bury yourself even deeper into the, the stress and, and all of that because that's an, a perspective. That is a uh, belief system because it may have happened in the past many times. So we want to let that go and I want to let all that fear go, the fear of the future, the fear of the unknown, the fear that all that stress is going to get better, I mean, get worse. And um, what I know all of you have heard often is that adage that says, you know, you don't want to work harder, you want to work smarter. And so the it's the same thing here. Even though there's more opportunities, it doesn't mean if we open up those opportunities that suddenly you're doubling your workload or doubling all that you have to do. It's So we're going to neutralize all those beliefs that we carry that there's not enough time. There's not enough time. I can only be in so many places at once. All of that stuff where we feel limited. And so I want you to release all of those limiters that we put on ourselves, that there's not enough time in the day, there's not enough days in the week. Uh, I can't work, you know, more than this time because I get too tired. The All the, the fear of exhaustion, all the experience of exhaustion. I want all of the stress and I'm feeling it coming in from so many lives. Oh, my gosh, this is the first time. I know it comes from the whole forever now, but just when I mention the word stress, whoa, because we are all stressed, and this is why the higher selves wanted to indicate that you're going to need downtime and you're going to take it, even and not to judge yourself for it. This energy is intense, and it does affect the physical body. It does have a... Uh, it's tiring. We're always running to catch up, running to keep up at that energetic soul level. So there is a lot of stress, and so there's just a lot being let go. And we want to let go as much of that stress because that is, that's what triggers the fear. We're afraid we're going to find more of that. But in fact, the opportunities are also going to bring um, possibilities of how to do it all without being overwhelmed. But we want to let that, those solutions, those resolutions in. Um, perhaps it's going to be, we're going to figure out ways of effectively delegating. We're going to, see, we're going to, ooh, 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 something came up. Okay. We want to let go of the whole idea that we're responsible for everything in our lives and the whole world. Okay. Now, I'm exaggerating for effect. The many of us, feel is very common that we're responsible for everything and if we walk away the sky is going to fall in we may not think it consciously but so many carry it at that unconscious level and some do feel that you know the the breadwinner in a family well if i don't work hard i'm going to lose my job and then we won't have any money so that kind of thing well i want you to let go of the 
the feeling of being overly responsible because there is so much heat, so much enhancement, so much entrenchment of this over-responsibility pattern that came from lives where there was no concept that actually everybody is responsible for themselves. And so the, the people took on responsibility for people that was really and then blame themselves when something happened with those people. So we have all that self-blame there. So I want everybody to let go of, and I, I don't have uh, time to explain the whole responsibility thing, but I think you guys get it. I want you to release the whole thing of over-responsibility, that you have to run yourself to death, all the self-sacrifice, in order to make it right for everybody else. And that if you don't do it, not only are you a failure, not only are you a bad person, but you will cause everyone around you to fall down with you, to fail with you, to uh, be hurt or be um, have problems in whatever way. And the endless possibilities for, you know, endless scenarios, um, the scenarios of this kind of thing are endless. So I want everyone to release it because it doesn't mean you're going to just decide one day, oh, I'm going to throw in the cap hat, I'm going to not going to work and my family can just worry about it for themselves. It's not an either-or thing. It's a matter of bringing in balance and also the whole concept of understanding that uh, others also have um, are responsible for themselves. They're their own directing identity. And I think people who are involved with addicts understand this much better than maybe the general population because they understand the, the idea of enabling. And so um, the there is an enabling thing that we do when we take responsibility for somebody's life over responsibility and they aren't allowed to develop their own self-confidence or develop their own experience and make their own mistakes to learn from or whatever it is. And so I really want everyone to release that over-responsibility pattern because it opens the door. It's like a giant bay doors opening for blame to come in. Oh, I didn't do all I should have for these other people. And we get caught up in the rules and the shoulds and shouldn'ts and it's just so much blame, and so let's release all of that. And actually, I'm feeling a great deal of relief here because talk about overwhelming and talk about stressful. When we take on the weight of the world and make it our responsibility, whatever your personal world might be, it is huge and it's overwhelming. And we are fortunate in today's world that there are support systems out there in many, many ways. Uh, there are support systems. And if we give ourselves permission or if we release a lot of our viewpoints and a lot of our uh, self-identities that say we have to sacrifice ourselves to do it all, if we would let that go, then those support systems have more of a chance of coming in and actually helping. We will see them. They will be brought to our attention. We will notice them. Or if we've noticed them before, we'll say, hey, you know what, maybe I will try that after all. Maybe that could help me. Maybe we'll figure out how to delegate. Whatever the issue, whatever the personal scenario, let's release this over-responsibility pattern and the self-sacrifice that comes along with it. Okay. Now, that this whole 
this whole arena has definitely opened up this 2016 even better. And what I'm seeing now, yay, is I'm seeing 2017 uh, at the top, or it's as if 2016 is flowing toward 2017. It's now in my visual view. And so <clears throat> we've and we've developed this flow. We've we've neutralized a lot of the impediments. We've the blocks, the the issues that have kept us uh, that that potentially could keep us back or keep us from experiencing the flow uh, like we want to and like we deserve. So I want to call in divine joy now, and I want to fill all of 2016 with this divine joy and of course as i'm doing it you know it goes out to the whole over the rainbow bridge to the entire universe or wherever it goes i'm, I'm not sure but it goes somewhere uh some, somewhere huge and i want us all to call in divine joy the, the divine love the divine uh forgiveness is very busy working here um divine worth divine foundation, divine strength, divine anticipation, divine intention, divine movement, divine unfoldment, divine balance and harmony, uh, of course, divine material balance, uh, okay. It's just beautiful. It's filling. It's it's exciting. Um, it's lost. It's the flavor of the number. I no longer see the number. I'm just seeing the flow. And it's flowing straight to 2017, which is quite a ways in the distance. Um, but it is there, and it's sort of twinkling at me like, you know, here's going to come another great year, <laughs> something to look forward to, not to dread. Um, and so, of course, it's just a symbol. But I'm very excited about this healing. Uh, and, oh, okay, so what it's doing now is that all of these energies are, in essence, now flowing out and moving around each individual standing on the rim, encompassing you in this beautiful energy, and it's in some ways, merging with you. I don't know exactly what that means, but that's the picture I'm getting, is that it's encompassing with great love, great, and, and it's going to be terrific support for this coming year. It's as if it's wrapping itself around you and allowing you these energies to merge with you uh, in, in whatever way and, and on whatever timing it works for each and every one of you. And I'm getting it, too, which is kind of exciting. I don't normally feel things for me when I'm doing a, a group healing like this, but I do sense that they didn't leave me out. I'm part of it, too. And so I'm very excited uh, to be part of it. Um, okay, the higher selves are indicating that this is your cocoon energy. They're not doing the normal cocoons. This is the cocoon energy of the two, year 2016. They're closing down the forever now moment. The now moment always stays in place. And I think it's just, um, I'm not sure why, but in, in essence, we don't move out of the now moment right away. Uh, I love that part. It helps us, I guess, get used to processing in this 
and being present in our lives as we move through our days and our weeks, that we bring in more and more of that now moment presence. And with that, the healing is done. Um, wow. Moved along quite quickly there. I hope you felt it. I know I did. Uh, I saw a lot of good stuff happening. And um, anyway, hey, <laughs> I'm just kind of out of it a bit. Uh, I'm just guess I'm going to kind of wind this down. I can't wait till next week uh, to present some of the new things that are going to be coming up on the show. And also, I do have a healing for next week. Oh, I see Robin has put her little question mark on. Uh, she doesn't know it's a question mark, but that's how I see it. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and put you on mic, okay? Let me just get this going here. Hello, Robin. Hi, Janet. <laughs> Happy New Year. Thank you. Same to you. Gosh, it's good oh, to talk oh. to you. Oh, it's so oh, good to talk to you, too. I'm so glad I tuned in. And what a healing. Oh, my God. There is nothing that, there is nothing that got left out. <laughs> oh. They do tend to cover a lot of ground in a short time, don't they? Yes, yes, and, um, uh, you know, it just, I mean, it just resonated with me so, so very much. I mean, I was even anticipating some of the things that came up. I was already thinking about over-responsibility when when then that subject came up next. And, nice. um, oh, there were so, so many things in the healing that, that were said that just resonated so intensely with me and I'm and you know one thing I wanted to mention I I've really noticed this year how you know you were talking about how um how once we're we've been doing this work for a while we start moving through things more quickly and even though we may have problems and difficult times we tend to process it more quickly and move through it and maybe even see the benefit from it and learn from it more quickly and move on. And I've really noticed that this year and that helped me to kind of put it in words because I've I've really been feeling that even though uh, it's been a difficult year in some ways, I just, you know, very subtly have noticed that I'm able to move through things more quickly and get back into a place of feeling feeling good and feeling balanced. Well, I'm so, really glad you I'm really glad you you said that because that is really what happens with this work. I'm really glad you said it because so that the listeners can hear because sometimes we get into something that's difficult, something we've had before and we get so discouraged. But it, this kind of work, that's what it, exactly what it does. It gets us through faster. We see it differently. So, and when it's, eventually when it comes up again, it's it's almost like, oh, okay, I get it. I have more work to do. Right, right, right. <laughs> and we can kind of laugh at ourselves in a way because we don't suddenly move into that emotionalizing. Of, oh, my gosh, you know. 
which can be so difficult for us. So I'm glad you said that, Robin. I'm really glad, and I'm glad yeah, you experienced yeah. it. And well, and even if we have more more work to do, sometimes I, you can I can feel like it's almost it's almost at the point of being a non-issue. It might not be there completely, but things that were really big issues before are are just sort of little by little dissolving. And yeah, I'm very excited. That, that's also true. That the things when you first start that have seemed so huge, they as they get handled better and better and more and more dissolved, then then it lets other issues come up. Oh, my gosh, I really need to work on this. But you never would have thought of this before. Right, <laughs> we're so, right. We're so multilayered. I mean, I think I've mentioned my, my friend Shasta, when she first started this work, she just really, all she wanted to do, that was the one goal of her life, was to heal the relationship with her twin bu- brother well, that happened all within literally a few weeks, and it was so amazing. She just kept going, and she was like the bullet train, and she just is getting to, like we all do, gets to deeper and deeper layers and things that she never in a million years, two or three years ago, would have thought she could fix or to heal or to uh-huh, bring into uh-huh. a safe balance. Those things are uh-huh, now. Uh-huh. Yeah, so it is. It's exciting, and it's you know, you get the results in your own life, and it's motivating. Right, right, right. right. That's, that's so that's so true. And also, I loved um, when when you were talking about how um, uh, you know, uh, you our, know our, our the whole time management thing and the feeling like there's not going to be enough time and stress related to that. That and seeing seeing upcoming. Things that things have to be have handled, handled as huge roadblocks instead of, you know, trusting that, you know, you'll just take one thing at a time and you can work smarter rather than, you know, you know needing more time or something. You Use your time better. And, and just trusting that the universe will provide and that, like you say, going back to the over-responsibility that, you know, we don't have to do Everything, Everything, you know, you know that there's that help. There's help out there help from out a variety of sources. Or so, so, you know, on the physical know, plane and on the spiritual, spiritual plane. plane. <laughs> yes, yes, that's that's exactly right. And the more you neutralize, the less stressful it becomes. That you just naturally find other options. You don't have to force it. Um, you naturally figure out the oh you can so and so you can delegate it, it just comes in because you've gotten rid of the impediment the gar, you know the baggage the, that you carried or the glasses that say oh there's way too much for me to do once you start to neutralize those things you start to see you start easily see you don't have to do it all you find other options you find different ways different you know like you were saying the different help that's out there. <laughs> Which right, is nice. right, right, right. Well, listen. Well, thank you. That was just a, a wonderful, um, a wonderful healing, and I feel like it was like just perfect thing to usher in the new year. And with New Year's right around the corner, um, just I want to thank you. Well, you are more than welcome, Robin, and thanks for coming on and giving some feedback and just so good to hear your voice. It really is, and I do wish you and all the listeners fabulous New Year's. 
and a yes. <laughs> and I can't I can't wait to get into your book. I have it, but I got kind of sidetracked. I've been out of town a lot. My sister got hurt, and she's healing very well. But I was helping her, and then with the holidays. But boy, it's number one on my on my, uh, one of your sweet on my priorities. There is no pressure because when you do get to it, it will be just the right time for you, and it's true for everyone. So um, there's right, never right. any pressure for me, you know, no no problems at all. And right, uh, anyway, right, right. Um, I love you, lady, and I love okay, all you Okay, you too, Janet. Okay. All right. All right. I'll, Thank I'll you take so you much. Off so much. Say goodbye. Oh, you're welcome. Okay. Thank okay. you. <laughs> okay. Oh. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, guys. Um, well, it was great to talk to, to you, Robin, and it's, again, another opportunity for me to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for all the listeners, all the people I know, and all the people I don't even know, but they know of me. I want to just say thank you because this radio show has been a tremendous part of my own progress, my own expansion, my own unfoldment, and it, it will continue to be so. Uh, the ideas the higher self have given me for next year are exciting and fun, and I think uh, we will, <laughs> um, you know, we will usher in even more expansion. And it, if it weren't for you all, I wouldn't be able to. I wouldn't be doing it. It just, it's just very exciting. So until next week, wishing you a happy new year. Hope some of you can come to the event on New Year's Eve in Irvine, and. Say hello. Maybe there are people I don't know that hear the radio. Please come up, introduce yourself, say hello. And in any case, all the best for the rest of 2015. And here's to a fabulous 2016. Thank you for listening to Janet Richmond and the Higher Self Voice. Visit Janet's website at JanetRichmond.com to view all of her upcoming events or to buy her book, Choices, Neutralizing Your Negative Thoughts and Emotional Blueprints.